Hi, I'm Barry. And I'm Dave. And we're stupid about cars. Well, you get to say cars. Because I say it's sexy. Yeah, that's right, everybody. We're back again. We are back. Hello, Dave. Hey, Barry. What's happening, buddy? We're just here to talk about some cars, Bear. What kind of cars? I think we're going to talk about some Volkswagens today. Uh-oh, Volkswagen. Volkswagen seems to be a little bit in the news nowadays. A little bit, a little bit, a little bit. What's your take on this? They lied. They told a little bit of a lie. It was a little. It was a pretty big lie. No, and they knew they were lying. Oh, it's crazy. Yeah. Like, I, I, I don't know. I can't, I can't believe, like... I, I really can't believe they're still in business. Almost that was, that was big. It's because they've been good. Like the Volkswagens, generally have been good. They've been really good. Yeah, my one of my first jobs was uh, you had a job there. I had a job, man, in 1987. I think that's a long time ago. I was working for another Cutley Volkswagen. You worked for wow. I, I worked for a Volkswagen, man, and I can remember like, I mean, you know, we the Volkswagen and Audi. Yeah. And what's the one car that we all got excited about when we get to go, got to go drive it? It was the GTI. Yeah, GTIs. Yeah, it came on like the Mark IV, and man, that was just a... I thought you were going to say Westphalia. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> that too, I must say. No, they're still... They're, yeah. They hold their market value. Holy they, smokes, those I don't do. think they make them like they used to. No, they 100% they don't. Man, I... <laughs> that, they got it. They lie now. That, that like 87, 88 GTI Volkswagen, it wasn't yeah. a Golf. It looked like a golf, but it was not a golf. You drove that thing and you were like, wow. They came this stock is a with car. Recaro car seats, Barry. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that is was, cool. They were just, yeah, so, so amazing. Don't get me wrong. I still love the way Volkswagens look. Like a new GTI looks amazing. Like, I love the car. Yeah. No, beautiful. But yeah. they lied. Yeah, they could, yeah. That's, that's just, yeah, that's too bad. What, uh, you know, we uh, had a look on the uh, the good old interwebs there, and everybody's been looking at them. And uh, you know, they were talking about five hundred and fifty thousand cars. That's a lot of. That's, that's, a lot of cars. that's insane. Yeah, I mean, you know? they, but that's how many they and sell. That's, like, that's, that's just, people love them. That's just in the U.S. Yeah, globally, eleven million vehicles. Eleven million. Eleven. It's a lot of cars. That's insane. But I mean, they, they, who wasn't going to buy that car? Came out with killer gas mileage. Well, did decent performance. Well, it did. It wasn't a gas mileage it failed on. Yeah. It failed on Knox, right? Yeah. So, well, yeah. which, you know, come on. Yeah. Diesels produce Knox. It's, it's what happens. Yeah. No, absolutely. But I just love the fact that, you know, I mean, Jesus, in today's society, somebody says something and we just take it for the word for gospel. I mean, we, you know, they basically, that's what they did. They said, oh, no, they're super efficient. They're, they're very, very, very low emissions. Let's not, let's not just put this on Volkswagen. Yeah. And the, Mitsubishi is going through a lie, too. Well, they lied, too. Yeah, Mitsubishi, too. But, I mean, the Volkswagen one was, to me, it was... It was emissions. I was, I was, uh, it was emissions, yeah, but it was just... Unbelievable just to say that, and everybody just takes it, and hey, let's move along. Well, you have to. What else? There's 11, what do you say, 11 million cars? 11 million cars. That's a lot. So the other, the, the next biggest one was uh, General Motors, and it was with the faulty ignition switch. Yeah. And that. the other one, and that was for about- And that was killing people, though. That was killing people. Well, that was that was $2 billion. Like the Volkswagen's going to slowly, 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 slowly kill people. Yeah, very slow. It's slow, slow. Well, it might have it killed the dinosaurs. <laughs> it might have, might have. The next uh, biggest one was the Toyota, and we all remember the Toyota Definitely one. remember the Toyota. Accelerating for no reason whatsoever. <laughs> Again, that killed people. People. He killed like people. That, yeah. that was $1.4 billion. That Toyota's still going strong, though. The Volkswagen settlement? $14.7 But they ha- how do they even put a number on that? They haven't settled. Like, no. they have not. So how do you put a number on something that hasn't been settled? I don't understand where they come up with that number. They, yeah, they're going to have to. I, yeah. I mean, that's just. Well, what they figured was is that it was going to cost somewhere about five or $6,000 per vehicle. So what Volkswagen, why? That's what Volks- they think. Well, why Volkswagen lied about this? Volkswagen lied about this because uh, every other diesel company, the, the company that makes diesel cars, BMW and Peugeot and, you know, all these ones, they all have to put the system on that eliminates the NOx. And Volkswagen just said, oh, no, 
We don't need that system. No, they put it on. They they got catalytic, they got major catalytic converter issues. No, 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 no. They got but major- the, but the, 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 not the DPF, but whatever it is system. They said our cars don't need it. And everybody else is like, well, why do we need it? And Volkswagen well, just that, made up the lie. Said we're good. And we're, we're good. We're and everybody's good. just like, oh, well, Volkswagen's special. It's true. <laughs> awesome. But they, like, yeah. I mean, I was trying to research how they come up before with this podcast on how they come up with the actual rating. So it's done on fuel efficiency compared to emissions, right? Yeah. So I, I, to me, yeah, it just, I, yeah. I mean, I don't even know how to, like, they're still really good cars, though. You yeah, know they, no, they're really good cars. Well, it doesn't matter because you can't go get one right now until they figure it all but out. But you know what the issue is, right? I have a couple of customers, right? So their fuel pump yeah. grenades and sends metal bits through the fuel system. So the whole fuel system has to be replaced at a wow. cost to the customer at $8,000. Well, that's why they came up with this 15.7 or $14.7 million number because they said, if we put this new system on every car, that's what it's going to cost. But it's going to be higher. But that's not even, that's not the fuel system though, Bear. That's, that's an emission, that's the exhaust. Oh, well, no, I know it's a, different, less, right? it's a different system. But I'm saying, so these people spend $8,000 so they can drive their car and then what, they don't even know what Volkswagen is going to do. Whether Volkswagen is going to buy them back or whether they're going to change well, it. Well, right now, um, if you're an owner of a 2009 to 2015 two liter four cylinder TDI, Volkswagen will buy your car back at the quote, clean value, end quote, <laughs> which is uh, the National Associated Dealers Association and, you know, the black oh, book. It's going to be, it's going to be, uh, it's just going to be chaos when this goes down. Like, they have till 2019, I think, isn't that, by the time they have to have it, it think it's got to be settled by then. By June 30th, 2019. Like that's, they don't, that's in a lot of time if you think about dealing with 11 million cars. Like, they're going to have to get on this, like. Yeah, they. Um, uh, in case if you do have one of these cars, Volkswagen does have a goodwill program, <laughs> and the goodwill program uh, uh, provides car owners with a combination of a five hundred dollar Visa prepaid card, five hundred dollars in dealership credit, and additional three years of roadside assistance. And that was originally just to the two liter TDI owners, but it's also been extended to the two thousand and nine and two thousand and sixteen Touareg TD- TDI as well. So can you sell your car? Like, what if you were like, can you sell your car? Well, yeah, you can sell your car, and I'm, I'm imagining a lot of people are selling their cars and hoping nobody knows what's going on. But I mean, at <laughs> the end of the day, rock, it's not that big of a deal. If you're a guy that owns it, you can sell your car back to Volkswagen. And yeah, I mean, I, I spent My many many won't. years. I spent many many years in the car business. Nobody gets clean value. No. Nobody gets clean value. That's that's the top dollar for the car. So you can get that or just keep driving it, hang on to it. And as soon as they get it figured out and as soon as the EPA and the California CARB, as soon as all those guys approve their fix, just take it in and they're going to put a new whatever in it. Yeah. What's, we think. What's the big difference? You know, it's going to be depowered or detuned. So it's not going to have as much power as it used to have. Yeah. And whether it gets the same fuel mileage it used to have is another oh, story. That's going to be, uh, yeah. I just like the fact that when have you ever seen a car where they advertise a fuel efficiency? When has that ever been legit? When has that ever been legit? Oh, well, we can go back. I mean, I've got my whole idea about, uh, you know, the best, best road test ever where, you know, compare things like fuel economy oh, we and horsepower will. and stuff. Because let's get some reality to this. It doesn't make sense. No, none of it does. None of it makes sense. They're feeding us a bunch of numbers, and the numbers, they're all lies. Well, they're calculated on perfect conditions, whether this and that, perfect tire pressures. You know, there's a whole bunch of reasoning on how they calculate the formula. Oh, absolutely. It's never the everyday driver kind of thing. No, never. Never that. Not a chance. So, what is this? uh, Yeah. I remember once an article that was comparing the. the Toyota Prius yeah. and its fuel economy to a H1 Hummer. <laughs> well, the difference was the Toyota Prius numbers were basing their acceleration on something like two mile per hour per minute increase in speed, which would mean to get up to 60 mile an hour would take you like 30 minutes 
right? Yeah. yeah. But the Hummer, it was rated at getting up to 60 mile an hour in like 20 seconds, 30 seconds. So when you factored them both in, the economy difference was not as much as you would think it would be for Prius or Prius, however the hell you want to say it. I want to know like the total carbon footprint of a car. Well, that was what this article was about. It was about saying the H1 Alpha and talking about the Prius, Prius, talking about the the total ownership of the vehicle over like 10 years, Not even the ownership, years. the manufacturing imprint of making electric cars compared oh, to gas cars. Like the total impact of the car to make this car well, from start yeah, to finish. Yeah, you come up and you say that, and I'm all this Elon Musk, and everybody, Tesla's so awesome. I'm like, yeah, well, those batteries and all that what? stuff being shipped overseas and cargo ships burning raw fuel, and no, there's a, it's pretty huge. Let's get real. Huge. If you're going to crunch numbers and, and all this, let's get let's get the total impact yeah. of the manufacturing of the car, the car's life, and the aftermath of the car. Hey, we'll have to look into that a little bit and bring that yeah. up on a uh, on another show. That sounds like a could be a whole uh, whole show in itself. I feel Speaking bad for Volkswagen's owners though. I mean, you, how do you even put you do a brake job on the car and then the next month you know you do a thousand dollar brake job next month they buy back the car from you? Where's that thousand bucks go? I, how do you I, how do you put faith in your car? How do you start it every morning and I, yeah. it's not, not as a mechanic fun. I've honestly seen the decline of Volkswagen though it yeah. seems after they outsourced like they started building their cars in China yeah. you know all overseas rather than in US and they, it, their quality went down it's huge well that goes back to what I said about the old uh, the old GTIs and stuff I think they tried to get in the market with the Hondas and the Toyotas like they were Volkswagen was always a little bit more expensive than a Honda and a Toyota they were and they were, you know, they were just that little like five to ten thousand dollars more. Yeah. And then they said, "Screw it, we want to, we want to, everybody, we want to compete with the Honda and the Toyotas." Something had to give. The CEO wasn't going to give away his money. Oh, he wasn't giving his no. Like they way. were chewing through camshafts and the BRMs. Yeah, you know, it, I can go on and go on about how their quality just diminished oh, oh, huge. in the last past ten years. It's all about money. They're all trying to make more money, make more money, 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 make. Like the old money. diesel ALH, I work on lots of them with five hundred to six hundred thousand K. Yeah. The new CGAs, I don't, I don't I think don't, they're going to do. Well, they might, yeah, yeah, but they. Anything's possible. I, who, who knows? I don't think I see it happening. But they were like on those diesel. They're replacing catalytic converters at five thousand, you know, fifty thousand kilometers at five thousand dollars a pop. Like yeah. That's, you know, that's insane. This is nuts. Yeah. yeah absolutely. I. Yeah. I feel bad for Volkswagen owners. I do feel bad for Volkswagen owners. Even the even the gas pots, like we replace an intake manifolds at fifty thousand k on a Volkswagen. That's crazy. I know, like intake manifolds. Intake manifolds. Yeah, that's doesn't. They carbon sense. up, like your intake valves carbon up. You get these crazy misfires. Yeah. Like with sixty thousand k on that, the car's barely broken in at that point. Wow. wow. You know, I drive it's, a two thousand GTI, a two liter. You know, yeah, yeah it's got yeah. two forty, yeah. stock clutch, stock alternator, starter, good car. Yeah. Anything pre two thousand and like after two thousand and six, watch out. Pull yeah. your wallet out. Yeah, no doubt. No yeah. doubt. Well, as a mechanic, yeah. You know. Well, I mean, you were saying too, uh, Mitsubishi. Yeah. Has uh, lately been in the news as well. Yeah, they lied a bit on the fuel economy. Apparently, they actually got caught though. How, like, how much do you have to lie to get yeah. caught on fuel economy? Yeah. Well, but I was never- it here though, or was it just in Japan? I, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not positive. Because I own a Mitsubishi. You own a Mitsubishi. Yeah, yeah. And that's uh, which well, gets uh, pretty close to what they advertise as far as fuel efficiency. I got to say. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, you know what? But it, it could be just that model. Could just be that that uh, that model that you have. Yeah, I don't know. Um, you know, I never uh, pay much attention when you see the sticker of of what it says the mileage is going to do until I actually get in the buggy and I drive it for a while. Yeah, and yeah, I know yeah. exactly what That's the mileage is the real is test, be. right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, my my Ford, I'm, I'm happy with the mileage in it for a big, ugly pickup truck. Yeah, I big, mean, heavy it, tires. And, big, yeah. heavy tires. Oh, those, those are my summer tires. God, they're the heaviest tires in the world. They are heavy. Try oh. lifting them in their 40s. Oh, Jesus, I can imagine. Just insane. But, um, you know, and we were talking Mitsubishi, so... Uh, yeah, one of the things Dave and I uh, was talking were talking about earlier was uh, warranties and one. What's the, why did you buy a Mitsubishi? I felt that they backed their product. And why did you feel that? Well, when you when, so nowadays you can finance cars between seven to eight years. To me, if you're going to be able, to, if the banks and the manufacturers are going to finance you for seven to eight years, when back in the day you could only finance for five years. 
they should, that warranty, the factory warranty given with the vehicle should increase too. So if you have, if you're financing over seven years, the manufacturer's warranty should be seven years yep. on powertrain. Yep. Like it just makes sense. I mean, obviously cap it at a kilometer, yep. like average it out, you know, to 20,000 kilometers yep. per year, you know, they should be capped out. Mitsubishi offers a 10 year warranty at 160,000 K. Huh. To me that they're backing their product up. Yeah. Whether they're going bankrupt over it and, is and another even, story. And still at, at, at the 160,000 kilometers, that works out to uh, 16,000 kilometers per year, yeah, which, which is, I mean, the industry standard is 18,000, but we call it 20 to make the math easier for dummies like us. You know? well, it, it helps. But, uh, and nobody ever complains once that it's uh, only 16,000 kilometers per year. No, I mean, well, I, I'm on the average about 22, so I figure I'll be done. I'll be done. A little bit before, maybe. Yeah, no, yeah. I would think right around the time, yeah, seven maybe. years. Yeah. Right around the time. That's what I'm saying, a little yeah. bit before time runs out on it. But but yeah. even still, I mean, I you know, I looked uh, the other day, I, you know, I mean, I, I'm not a Ford guy, but I, I love my Ford. It's an awesome truck. Um, but uh, I, I also, I'm definitely not a Dodge guy. And, but this, the new Dodge with that little diesel. It's no, that's just, a great truck. This is cool. Well, it's long term, I don't know. Long term, they're still new. And you know what? As well, I'm still with people that I know that have had them. I'm fifty fifty. Half of them absolutely love it. Think it's the best thing they've ever bought in the world, and the mileage is fantastic, and it's a beautiful truck, and everything's great. The other half don't have them anymore. No, walk away that. from them. I think a lot of it is maintenance. So, like, I and it's not. I'm not oh, blaming I'm that on the customer. A, a brand new truck. No, I'm not. Yeah. I've, I've, yeah. I've had one buddy whose dad bought a truck and he literally drove it for a thousand K and it was like a no start. Yeah. That's what my friends was too. <laughs> and it was like left them high and dry twice. Went to the dealership five times. And it was funny that it was at the point on the fifth time he called the rental because the dealership was closed, but yeah. the car had just stopped working. So he phoned the rental place and he said to the rental place, hi, uh, well, I've gotten a car from you before um, when I take my car in for service over at the Chrysler dealership. She said, oh, you have one of the new Rams. <laughs> like, uh, seriously, a 20-something-year-old rental mm -hmm. assistant at a rental car company, she calls it that quickly? Yeah, you, you know there's a problem. Yeah. But so I looked at that Nissan. I, I'm, I'm like, hey, import trucks? I don't know about the trucks. I love imports. Oof. I looked at it and, you know, I mean, list price, and I'm sure I'd get a hell of a deal as I do, you know, yeah. but list price, it was uh, over $80,000. Damn near $90,000. Full load of that. You price. know, and my same thing. Well, fantastic. Hold on a second here. I could buy a one ton for the same price or something if I really wanted, but I'm financing that over five years. If you, no, you do a finance over eight. Years. No, on the for the in-house manufacturer financing, five years. Nissan, eight years. Yeah. Well, that's nice. So now all of a sudden, this truck is a little affordable, but the warranty is going to be expired. Well, I'm still making payments and to not them. Not cheap payments. You're going to be making seven hundred bucks a month payments. Come on, guys. <laughs> And if that, that engine blows, our, uh, that's twenty thousand dollars. Yeah, right? like who's it's, got twenty grand in the money? It's, it's, like, nobody, wow, nobody, nobody, nobody. And you know, and uh, my my uh, my good friend, my brother, my pal Roger, and you, you know yeah. Roger as well. Um, uh, he he listened uh, to the other podcast, you know, and he said, you know, he said you guys should really talk about the fact that us country bumpkins have been loving our pickup trucks for years and years and years. Now, all of a sudden, no, you can't anymore. They're unattainable. They're so expensive. They're full of leather and moon roofs and all these fancy, fancy things. It's a Cadillac. I had that Chevy for the Ultra Moto Expo that we put on. Yeah, and the, yeah. the dealership gave us a uh, Chevy Silver or High Country. They pretty much all made them into Cadillacs. It was a Cadillac. <laughs> the Cadillac. truck was a Cadillac. It was yeah. beautiful. Every it option was, under the sun. Oh, it was unbelievable. My seats vibrated when steering I did Steering wheel warmers. Like, you need a steering yeah. wheel warmer. Oh, heated and cooled seats. It's a pickup truck. Stop it already. I hear you. You know? Oh, it just it drives me just batty. Yeah, I don't get why they can't just make a truck now. 
that is just bare bones, just going to do what it needs to do yeah. and last. I don't yeah, get it. I know. At an $80,000 sticker price, they should be. They should make that truck, and then they should make the hoity-toity fancy pants truck as well. But yeah. They're two different things. And speak of truck, hold on a second. We can go more into this. Did you see what vehicle is supposedly coming back on the market? Bronco. Sort of like a truck. Bronco? Sort of like a truck. You got me. That's right, folks. The El no, Camino. It's not even a truck. Don't even. The El Camino no. is making a comeback. It looks sick. It never came. It was it never looks, here. I love El Caminos. They're just cool. No. And apparently they've uh, remodeled it and they're bringing it back. It's terrible. Wow, I love that. El Caminos are awesome. But that's what it, I mean, you know what? A Honda Ridgeline is a glorified El Camino. No. Yes, it is. A Honda Ridgeline is It is. Awful. It's a unibody. It's awful. It's a, it's a glorified El Camino. It's the, yeah. You know what? You may be a Ford guy. You may be a Chevy guy. You may be a Dodge guy, a Toyota guy, a Nissan guy. We all hate each other pretty much. But there's one thing we all have in common. We all hate Honda Ridgelines. Yeah, yeah, well. <laughs> it's not but a there's truck. a market for that truck. No, So there maybe isn't. there's a market there's, for an El Camino. I hate El McGreen with you. There's people that listen to the show uh, stupid about cars. Let me put my little air quotes around stupid. They're the ones that are buying the Honda Ridgeline. It's useless. You got to realize that not everybody's buying a truck for a truck. Right? Like they're not. Yeah, so then they can now go and buy an El Camino. I guess it makes sense then. El Caminos are back. Exactly. I think that's fantastic. Now, this is something that I saw on the internet, so I don't know if it's true or not, but. uh, I was hoping you'd say the new Bronco. The the new Bronco, you know, it's looking pretty sharp, but I've now seen a few different images of what it's going to look like. Is it ever going to come? Different. Apparently, it is. I'm hoping. I'm praying if because it really Ford, isn't a vehicle I, in that market. Like, well, I mean the Jeeps, the Grand Cherokees, and you yeah, know, but they're not the, the Bronco. Like, no, they're not, they're a not full the size. Like, no, you know, no trucky truck truck. Yeah, you know, yeah. And they got to if they come out, they have to have a top that comes up. Like they have to have that. They have to have it. A, it yeah, just it has if to. you're coming out with a Bronco, that's what sold the Broncos. It better. Yeah. And the new there's another one that's coming up that's in the same line as the Bronco. What's and that? I've seen it. What are you going to say? And it was just, I was, I was blown away by how awesome this thing looked. And I would be all over one of them. It's a new Jeep. Jeep. Yeah. What kind of Jeep? It's the, the, uh, oh, geez, what the hell was the name of it back then? It was the, there's the Grand Cherokee and then the bigger one. Oh, yeah. The, the Chieftain or Comanche. The Comanche. Yeah. The Jeep actually had a truck too at one uh, point. Yeah, too, yeah. Right? Oh no, they had yeah the Jeepster. Yeah. yeah. No, this is the 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 uh, the old. Oh no, Wagoneer. The wagon. That's the what it Wagoneer. was. The so Wagoneer. Yeah, it was the Wagoneer, one. and my God, was this thing yeah, cool? It was a big rig. Oh, and the new one it is so cool. Yeah. I'm really really blown away by that. But, uh, so I was uh, down I in Vegas. I guess you could compare that to kind of like the Toyota FJ Cruiser, but they stopped making the FJ Cruiser, eh? They stopped. I'm surprised they stopped. It's, it's such a... It had a market. Uh, it's a, People it's liked it. easily them. identifiable vehicle, too. I mean, I might see a Jeep drive by, and I don't know if it's a Volvo or a Jeep, you know, but I see an FJ40 drive by. Hey, there goes an FJ40. Yeah. You know, just the way they designed them, I and guess. They, were, they honestly were. Like, they had, you could get some good-sized tires on them stock. Yep. They have, obviously the running gear was the same as the Tacoma, so it had you know it lasted. Yeah, no, absolutely. Everybody I know with them loves them. Yeah. Thought they were great. I don't. Yeah. I can't see a Toyota like at the cost to manufacture that because it's based on another platform. Mm-hmm. You know, I can't believe the cost for manufacturing with that much more. Well, even Toyota. I mean, they got their big Highlander and stuff like that, and and I really was not impressed with it. I've seen one that you know. It's not as big as you'd think it is. Yeah, I mean, remember they had the the Highlander and then they had the Sequoia and it was massive back in the day. It was huge. Yeah, it's a big truck. Nowadays they're not as big as the. You know, I, I was kind of disappointed. Yeah, I was kind of disappointed, but it's Toyota, so it should be small, right? It's you know they, they don't make big things, yeah. right? 
I mean, even their trucks, I'm not a big fan. I got a friend that's, uh, we have a friend that has one of the Toyotas, and it's his third one, I think. He had a Dodge, hated it, and, and went Toyota, and has never looked back, and he's on his second or third one now. The, the reliability is there. I mean, the reliability on a Toyota is there. I yeah. mean, you can't, you, no. you can't go wrong. But you'd much better in a Dodge, that's for sure. You know, yep. and then I mean, like everything else, you get lemons and you get the anti-lemon. For sure. You know what I mean? My truck is like a cherry compared to a lemon. I really haven't had. I think it does have a lot to do with, with how you take care of it, too, Bear. No, no, it definitely does not. Because <laughs> <laughs> well, I have definitely not taken well, care you of my have, truck. Though. I mean, I, I definitely believe I've done like six or seven oil changes on it. Yeah, that's two hundred and sixty thousand kilometers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well. Yep. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm yeah. My truck is just like the the uh, the enigma, though. Right? Could be because it's just awesome. It is. An, it, it it's obviously been dependable for you. It's been amazing. Yeah, it's been amazing. I mean, I think I, a lot I still of it can't comes down to you... going out and buying a new one because you know what? I drive my truck and I drive. My friend just bought a brand new F one fifty Platinum, the whole thing, and they both drive the same. Yeah, he's got fancy buttons and switches and a push button start. I really would like to get that push button started. But honestly, if you could offer, you okay, so let's just put this in a real, real time. So if I could offer you a truck that's going to, you know, it's going to be 40 grand, say, right? Yeah. And it's going to be reliable. It's not going to have, you know, power like, seats. It's going to have regular seats off, power windows, because those do make sense. But you know what I mean? It's going to have, it's going to be bare balls, right? And it's going to be nice, but it's going to have, you know, maybe it'll have a Bluetooth. That'll be the biggest technology it has. But it'd be reliable, as, like just reliable, 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 right? But without all the bells and whistles, like it doesn't have nav, blah blah blah. Doesn't have heated seats, blah blah blah. And then it has another truck, full load, for forty grand. But it has all the bells and whistles, like it's got tailgate that has a lift on it. It's got lights in the back, you know. It's leather, but it was like fifty grand. And but it, you know, this truck was going to cost you money. What truck would you buy? I knew it's going to cost me money because it's going to break down. Yeah, well, it's just it's you got it's got more, like more things are going to go wrong. Well, you know, it's I like toys. See, I, I like toys. I'm not a techie. I want to go. I know you're not a techie, but you look at my truck, and I've got the GPS and the in dash this, and you hit the buttons, and my windows roll up and down, right remote, and you know, one touch window for every window in the truck, and I put all of that stuff in all extra afterwards because I like that stuff. See, for me, I'm just all about how much this truck's going to cost me over the time I own it. That's important to me. Not that it's got, you know, it could self park. Like, you know yeah, what I mean? But I, like, that doesn't I, I mean anything no, to me. You know what? It really doesn't. It really doesn't. However, the only, all of that stuff on my truck has never had a problem. There's your aftermarket. Well, no, but even the stuff that, my truck was a full load, you know, and but I'm not saying stuff, your truck per se. I'm saying. I, but I, how can I, how can I judge it otherwise when, yeah, my truck's awesome. So, you know, I'm, I'm just saying, I don't, I, and power me, seats, I need power seats. Paying for the extra bells and whistles. If yeah. I know, like, you know, I get power seats, you know, and, I'll, and I get, you know, I love Bluetooth now because, you know, you, you hands free and all that yeah, stuff. And I get talk. some of the technology. I love, you know, heated seats. But I mean, there's a lot, there's so much into vehicles nowadays. Oh, it's, it's like, insane. it's like auto, auto windshield wipers and yeah. stuff like that. Like, so to me, it's just like, it's raining. Turn the windshield wipers turn, on. Yeah, James, turn the wipers <laughs> it's, on. It gets dark. Turn the light no, on. No, like no, I, I, like I don't get that part of it. You know what? Auto light, auto lights. I mean, auto wipers. I, I driven Mercedes has it and it's, I'm driving along and there's a little sprinkle on the, I don't like that. It's kind of freaky. Like it's even to auto cool. tailgate. I don't need, but I don't use my window wipers when I'm driving, right? So everybody always gets weeded out. Turn your wipers on. I'm like, no, I see just fine. I don't need my wipers. You got the rain exit. <laughs> yeah, rain exit, man. No, That's it. Good. But you know, but, what I mean? you know, like auto yeah. tailgate, like put the groceries down and lift. <laughs> like you're talking uh, a nine hundred dollar, you know, rear tailgate strut it's, compared it's, to like a. Fifty dollar to me. It's a world of convenience. Dave. It is, but I, it, just for me, I don't. I don't get. It just doesn't. Make, I mean, obviously, there's a market for it because people are buying it. Yeah. But for me, I look at how much things are going to cost me. Yeah. Well, it's, it's value added. Yeah. And it's the the irony behind it because it's value added. Let me give you something else for you know. I'm going to make it look like nothing because it's in the cost of the car, 
But right. I would rather have a non-value added car at 20 grand compared to it. Well, but that's what I'm saying. So now you get this value added stuff that's only going to cost you money in the long run. So <laughs> exactly. where's the value added? I don't know. Oh, I agree. I look at my buddy's brand new, uh, you know, F-150, same thing. Like, God, there's just so much crap that can go wrong with this. Yeah. You know, so. Like you knows? can't even buy an aftermarket stereo for a car now. Like you remember when you used to buy a car and then you yeah. go into the stereo shop built in and, and you'd buy, like, you just can't. Like the modules won't talk, yep. blah, blah, blah. You know, yep. it's just. it's No, it's a problem. It's a different market now. Yeah, it's definitely a problem. Be curious to see. Well, the manufacturers have made it to the point. What was that? Be interesting to see how the aftermarket stereo business is doing. (laughs) So good. Like, when's the last time you bought an aftermarket stereo? (laughs) It's been a long time. Yeah. Yeah. And if you bought a brand new truck, you just you just wouldn't. Well, you can't. It doesn't fit. It just looks stupid. Like I know my one one of the guys I work with actually he has a Volvo SC60, and uh, he bought one, and they are a full shape dash. He had to get it from Europe. Oh yeah, thousand dollars, right? Like it's insane, and it's just crazy. It's crazy. I mean, yeah, it's nice, but it's just like. Some of those Volvos, boy, those are those are pretty smart. Oh, you should see the new XC90. My buddy, Holy smokes. My buddy just bought it. Oh, did he? Yep. Does it have like the seat that you can like it's has got a, everything. a seat it's, rest? It's got everything. Yeah, it's a nice car. It's but if that, pretty, if that thing breaks down, pull out yeah, your you're, mortgage. You're, pretty much, you're gonna have to remortgage that house. Well, you pretty much gotta remortgage your house to buy it because yeah. it's just about a hundred thousand dollars. No, it's it's a it's that's a, that's a lot of money for a station wagon. Yeah. Yeah, that's but all it is in my world. It's they do a station though. wagon. No, man, it's awesome. And they got that twin motor in all sorts of gizmos. And They're a nice car. The, the whole bloody screen is an iPad. But Volvo had some tough years, too. That's no, tough I, years. I don't think they had some tough years. Oh, yeah, Volvo's, no, Volvo, I love Volvo. I mean, yeah, you don't work on I, them. I, well, I don't work on them, and I wouldn't, I don't think I'd go out and buy one, but I just love their Volvo's marketing. I mean, they just, you know. They, yeah. they went with style and then they went with safety and then they went with performance and like they just keep attacking one thing and killing it. Now, I'm not even sure nowadays, I, since I've given up watching TV, I don't see commercials, but I like one of the most memorable commercials for me was the the commercial for that T5R. Yeah, that was cool. Remember? And they showed the the, 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 the touring cool. car racetrack and they got Porsches and oh, BMWs yeah. ripping yeah, around the track. Yeah. And here comes this station Volvo wagon. station wagon <laughs> smoking them. I know. It was, it was so just cool. awesome. Yeah. You no, know? Well, I mean, like, they've built their name on, you know, that, right? Like that, well, that, that, the way they market, I think, is But brilliant. they were at the point. I don't think point, they're doing that anymore, though. No. But at that point, they were like almost like shutting Volvo down and then they came up with that and it was like it just exploded Volvo yeah. back into the market right yeah well because the only thing they focus on was safety yeah and people like well I I understand where they're coming from because they were like well then the only people that wouldn't buy Volvos just want to die <laughs> yes. like so it makes perfect sense but, but they do have that stat like you can pull up ICBC we live in British Columbia you can pull it up and they yeah. like more people survive in car accidents in, in Volvos, Volvos than any other car oh absolutely you cannot deny that fact. no no, that no is, they're they're built like tanks they're yeah. absolutely unbelievable the new ones though like we have one I think it's a V40 there where they design so when the heater oh, coils, hold on their names the, come on, Volvo. Smart now. <laughs> S60, V40, S60, V40, XC70, MO2, SC. V70. Just, so no, it's the V70. Uh, Let me get it right. The V70. Yeah. So I think it's like an 08 V70. Is it a car or a truck? It's a station wagon. Okay. It's their smaller style station wagon. Okay. But yeah. get this. So the heater core leaks yeah. and it leaks onto the chem module. So the module that controls your whole body, like your alarm yeah, yeah, system, yeah. everything, all of a sudden your horn will be going off. That's awesome. And so when you do the heater core, it's not just a heater core. It's <laughs> also a chem module at a thousand dollars. Oh, wow. Some engineer made a little yeah at that one. Eh? Well, that's too bad. But I mean, all cars have their issues. Oh, right? all cars yeah. definitely have their issues. Speaking of all cars, so as I mentioned a little bit, I was down in Vegas, and we left just before the uh, Barrett Jackson auction was oh. getting ready to ramp up. That would have been really cool to see. And, uh, we did we did uh, see a bunch of the cars that they were wheeling in there over the Mandalay Bay. Um, we uh, we actually went to uh, Shelby American to the Carroll Shelby Museum. They relocated. Uh, I got to say, I wasn't impressed, and I was impressed. You have to be impressed by the cars that they have there. And you can look right inside the shop where they're tearing apart brand new GT500s to make super snakes and stuff. That was very cool. 
Um, however, they used to have signs up, and you walked through this little, it was kind of like a maze, you know. And so where was it before place. it was in Vegas? It was up by the racetrack. Oh, so it was outside, right? just outside. It, it just outside of town, up by the racetrack. And now it's right across the street from the airport. Yeah, There's a big, big Five Points Mall or whatever that's right there. Um, where the guitar center is, so I'm always going to make sure and I cars. get down at the guitar good. center. Yeah, so yeah. we always have the guitar, guitar and car afternoon, um, and a great little place there that uh, makes really fancy, fancy drinks. You get just like a regular Crown and ginger, and it's in like this cool oval okay, glass. Let's get back to Shelby. It's <laughs> fantastic. Anyways, uh, so fancy drink, guitars and cars. So we went over to the Shelby, and, and the old one that was sort of a maze, and when you walked by, they said, you know, here, this is Carol Shelby's first car. This is Cobra number one, and this was built on this date by the, blah, 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 so give cool. the whole suburb, and a whole blurb on it, and it's really great. And this one, now you go in, and they have guided tours, but they only have the guided tours twice daily. Wow. And we went there. So there's no write-up at the car? Like There's, there's no, no write-up. There was nothing. Wow. And it was really disappointing. You should say something. Now, I, I'm walking around there, and, you know, I'm me. So, you know, I'm coming up, and, you know, well, here's the new, the new GTR that they just built, and blah, blah, blah. And look at this one. It's dimensionally smaller. And, you know, and I know a few little details and stuff, and people are kind of listening to me, what I'm telling them. Yeah, yeah, and I'm yeah. like, oh, I don't know. You're, like, doing don't the show. People here. are following yeah, you around. exactly. <laughs> So one cool thing where is the far end they have um, they have uh, all the uh, all the Shelbys that are actually up for sale, oh. right? A lot of the prototypes like that the really the, cool. the GT one thousand, which is a thousand <sighs> horsepower. Cool you know, oh, just that this is GT one thousand. Just nailed, the fact like that Shelby there is that. Shelby just nailed. It. You know what? They my favorite car. My favorite car. Well, okay. One of my favorite cars in the whole... I mean, the place is filled with Shelby's, right? But one of my favorite cars that they have in there that's absolutely cherry was a Shelby, the um, the Dodge Omni. Really? GLHS. <laughs> Did you, have you ever driven one of those GLHSs? No. I get it. I get it. it but come no, on. no. Dude, I'm telling you. Okay, that's my sleeper of the century. Oh, I get it. Like it handles, it flies. It's see, it got a bad rap because then they did the Chrysler Daytona, the Shelby oh, Daytona, and that was such an awful car. Oh, it was terrible. That was the one thing I guarantee you, Carol Shelby rolled over. I don't want anything to do with this, but they must have paid him a buttload of money. Of course they did. But uh, that Dodge Omni was really cool. Um, and the cars for sale they had at the back that were really cool. Um, and on that note, um, uh, the Bear Jackson show. They yeah, let's get a, back to Bear. They you took a couple of the uh, Bear. Well, Shelby won. The, the, well, of course the Shelby, you did. Shelby, no, Shelby won. The first Shelby yeah. is no longer. I got a chance to see that two years ago or three years ago in Vegas at the old Shelby Museum. It's no longer there. It's sold. It's sold for about twelve and a half million dollars. Yeah, and that was like it was Carol Shelby's car. Yeah, twelve and a half million. But wow. So uh, yeah, lots of cars went through the uh, the Barrett Jackson. I think it was a. Um, I think it was it was a big success for them. Um, and I've uh, looked up here the top five cars, and I kind of actually find this a little bit interesting. So in fifth, as far as money sold, so in fifth place was a uh, 2012 Rolls Royce Silver Ghost sedan. It does nothing, and uh, it no, it really does nothing. But the reason it might have brought a, a little bit more money than uh, than anything because of its uh, pseudo fame, if you could call it, it was uh, uh, Rick Harrison there, the guy from that Pawn Stars. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Do you think that made it pull that kind of money though? Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure, and, and I looked closely. Um, the 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 base. I mean, it was it's two hundred and fifty thousand dollars brand new. Yeah. Right. So you know what? One hundred eighty one thousand dollars. That's that holds its value pretty damn good. Yeah, not bad. You know. Um, the so uh, next one in line there was a. Um, oh, that's a cool car. Was was it was a really cool car. They actually have a Netflix show on this car, don't they? Do they on the most? Yeah, 
Go go look it up on Netflix. I'm oh, pretty yeah, okay. sure they yeah, have, have it. To look. About how it was built and all that stuff. Yeah. And, and like the troubles they went through. Cool. Yeah. So it's a uh, 2009 Mosler <laughs> MT900 GTR twin turbo prototype. IAD called the Land Shark. Insane. And uh, it's a supercar. Uh, it's a 6.6 liter V8, which is uh, basically an LS engine. Yeah. Um, and uh, it, the engine does it come was, stock with nitrous? I think it does. Ha- well, it's. I know it's got a pair of turbo. Yes, it's got a pair of turbochargers and an 800 horsepower nitrous kit. <laughs> So, you can buy a car with a nitrous. That's so cool. So this this engine, they built the hell out of this engine. It it, it at ten thousand RPM, it puts out three thousand horsepower. It's insane. Bugatti, what? Yeah, yeah. I don't think so. No, and even at that price tag, that what it was, what did it sell for? Two hundred and twenty grand. That's not bad for what you get there. Like that is no. Well, I mean, do the math on this one. But where do you I take mean, that to get worked on? You, you know, yeah. <laughs> Who's you, doing the oil changes on that thing? Well, but it's an LS. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's, it's an LS. It's one hell of an LS. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Well, but still, I mean, you know. I, you know me, I, I hate the Veyron. It's an awesome car, but I hate the Veyron for a plethora of reasons. And, and uh, you know, them Volkswagen claiming it costs $6 million to build each one and all sorts of stupidity. And they're they're raving about this super luxury, you know, super amazing 1,000 horsepower car. Well, thanks, Bugatti, but I will spend less than a quarter, way less than a quarter, and I will get... The power of three Veyrons in one. I want to hear that car. I want to hear that car. I don't want to get anywhere near it. Oh, man, it was so- I will make a mess oh, it was everywhere. Oh. Uh, third third car, um, same price, $220,000, was a 2008 uh, Viper SRT10. So I don't know the, how that... Like, the 50th just, anniversary Hearst. I get it, but that's not like... It's like I don't know. I mean, I get, like, Viper's a Viper, but... Like, well, like, it's, it's the special The same editions. price, what would you buy? Oh, I wouldn't even think about it. Absolutely, but I guess the Viper's more of a daily driver, though. Well, but I don't even think that this car is going to get driven. It's one of the collector versions, yeah, it's, so it's, it's going to sit in somebody's, in somebody's showroom. And you know what? It's going to be worth more than the Mosler eventually. Well, and they don't they don't make them anymore. So no, it's like no, absolutely. So it's uh, you know, it's 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 going to be held. I loved on Viper to. when they came out. They just came out and destroyed anything and anybody. Like uh, it was just like I, we we had a bunch of them. Oh and, yeah, and I. Driving them, they, they. I don't care. You can do burnouts for days. You can, oh yeah, yeah, but that's but that's it. I don't care. That's the end of the story. Like, what are you buying you know? a Viper for, anyways? Well, if I'm gonna buy a car like that, I want track days and stuff. And when but they they're, they're, not, they're not, they're not, they're not, they're not. You're not gonna compare them to a Porsche because they're not it's doing a muscle car. I, yeah, it's not a sport. It's not a super sports car. It's a muscle car. They've a, come a long way and they handle a lot better. Amazingly and, cool. You know, they're like, they're I, very cool. I just like that. I'm, I mean, yeah. It was, we our speed limit's 120 max. In uh, yeah, you know, you absolutely. So burnouts be, are cool. So speed limit's 120. Wheels like it's going out of style. <laughs> Second gear, like top yeah. speed. So uh, the second top selling car there was one of the cars that I saw sitting at the Shelby Museum. It actually sold. They sold it. A 67 Shelby Mustang GT500 E Super Snake. What was that worth? Two hundred and seventy-five thousand dollars. <sighs> yeah. Um. I mean, you're going to credit that to Shelby. 790 horsepower, all aluminum, seven liter V8. Yeah. And this is a, a um, another company, a licensed Shelby builder, Riley Performance. Oh, how do you get that license? Can you imagine? Whew. Oh, yeah. You're telling me. I mean, Chris Allison chassis work, uh, Tremec TKO five speed. I mean, this thing is just done, done, But done. is that a track car? Like, that's this not a car a, you're driving. This is a track car. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So you 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 know you said how do you get that license? So we were down at the Shelby shop and I was there with my pal uh, my bro yeah. and we're walking around looking. They got all sorts of swag for sale and stuff. I mean, I you can buy you. anything with Shelby's name on it, you know, which is that's fine, that's cool. Yeah, you know, I didn't I didn't buy a thing. And Roger found and this cool uh, work shirt. You know, I didn't yeah. you know the like a, like work, a Carhartt like, shirt, like, like a Carhartt shirt sort okay. of thing or a Dickies, right? Yeah. It was pretty cool. Uh, black with the Shelby racing stripes, and you know you could call it a track shirt, maybe you know, uh, uh, you okay, know. Yeah, but yeah. Um, and then he he came and found me. He said, "You you didn't see this one." I know I saw one. You didn't see. You didn't see this one. 
And I went back and looked, and it was almost the same shirt, different color, blue. It was a really cool shirt. And it was Shelby Canada. Oh. I was like, whoa. I didn't even know there was a Shelby Canada. Excuse me, dear. The lovely lady that was helping us out, I said, is it Shelby Canada? She said, oh, yeah, it's out west in Canada. And I said, out west in Canada? I live out west. I was like, I live out west. Raj, you know, because they didn't have his size. They had his size in ladies, but he looked like a lady when he wore it. So he didn't want to take the ladies. and <laughs> Didn't have long hair attached to it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, something <laughs> like that. And uh, so it's in Fort Saskatchewan. Huh. Would have never guessed. Uh, in the middle of nowhere. Why would there be a Shelby store? There must be some old-timer building cool cars. No. What is it? There's a gentleman out there. This is what I've heard, and this is coming from the Shelby store, so yeah. it's probably true. Legit. There is a gentleman there that won the lottery, not once, but twice. That is a lucky man. And phoned up and said, I want a Shelby shop. Okay, so and there's you, Shelby Canada. Yeah, it started right there. It's pretty amazing. I mean, at that point, when you won the lottery twice, you can pretty much ask for anything. Oh, right? you can do whatever you want. <laughs> it's like yeah, it's going to happen. Yeah, I, I won I the lottery twice. I'm going to do it too. Yeah, yeah exactly. you know, just in case if I win the lottery, you'll see a Shelby shop <laughs> following me <laughs> everywhere yeah, you go. Everywhere I go. <laughs> Truck and tractor. Oh, so uh, then the number That's one cool, car. Though, that was pretty awesome. Yeah. yeah. I'm not like how Shelby gave it to him. I mean, they're just like. Yeah, well, I'm sure they didn't give it to him. Well, yeah. yeah, they got a lot of money, and I think the guy probably had owned a few awesome Shelbys. And well, he, I'm sure he bought a know, few. Yeah, yeah. Winning the lottery twice. Who does that? Like, how that did that guy, happen? That guy. Huh. You know what? It's What's not his karma like. Though? It's like, not ever going to be this guy. No. <laughs> it's that guy. It might. Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm hoping it's. I'm hoping be. it happens to me too. But you know what I mean? Though? Like, what did that guy do during his life? Did he like save a bunch of like rabbis and priests? Like, what did he do to get two lotteries? <laughs> Like, I need yeah. to do this. Hey, did you hear the one about the priest and the rabbi that walked into the bar? Yep, I saved them. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. That's how he did it. <laughs> but I tell you, if I do win the lottery, I would really like a car like the number one selling car there. But you can't drive this car. No, you can't. No. You, 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 You're strictly looking at it and no, sitting in it. No, no, no. You know what? It's not, it's not that much of a car. I mean, it we've seen not, stuff. The Shelby one. You know, twelve and a half million dollars. Yeah. We've seen stuff sell for millions and millions. Some old Ferraris and you know, like an Aston Martins and yeah, yeah. this thing here. No, no, I'd drive it. I'd drive the crap out of it, no, and wouldn't. then I'd rebuild it. I would. Yeah, maybe. I totally would. But I think it's why it got what it got was because it wasn't rebuilt. Yeah. Well, it's yeah, it's entirely possible. But that, but that is why that this one did bring the money. So the uh, the top top money this year was and for a Barrett Jackson auction a little low, I mean you know we've you know but this is not the California this is just the Vegas one they're trying mm-hmm. this deal out. So the top selling price I just love the price and for this car, the price was three fifty seven. That's awesome. Three hundred and fifty seven thousand dollars. It is a nineteen sixty nine Ford Mustang Boss four twenty nine. Nice. It's a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful car. Of course, it's got the 429 cube. You know, I live by a guy that has semi hemi. You know, semi hemi, semi hemi. That's better. What the hell is semi hemi? I'm not sure. Hold on a second. I think I see something coming my way. I see wait, semi what? Oh, you don't want to do that in that car. Uh, no. You guys got to be insured for that much. Like, yeah. If you buy that car, you're insuring the crap out of it. Oh, that you're car. insuring the crap out of it. Yeah. But this guy I lived by had one, Barry. Oh, really? He, he did four speed, pretty much that exact same car. And he yeah. bragged that he's been through three divorces and he still got the car. Wow. But it was Impressive. all original. I should maybe look that up. It could up. be the car. No, man, because it would say, it would, no, it would, I don't. Well, it this guy, say, his, no. he would never get rid of this car. This guy's like, like I said, he. Uh, I give you three hundred and fifty thousand reasons why he might have gotten rid of the car. Yeah, but how I mean, many nineteen sixty nine four twenty nine Boss four twenty nine? Come on, it's a Boss four twenty nine. Yeah, I know. How many were made? I could go on yeah. the computer. There wasn't many of these things made to begin with, and this one is unrestored. At the time I saw, I didn't actually. I couldn't. I was young. I was only twenty. I didn't know what it was. Like yeah. I didn't. I saw it and it would look cool. Yeah. But I didn't know what it was. And I remember him showing me. He had a couple cars. He was a really cool guy. Yeah. And he worked oh, yeah. for like he worked for like a district job. He didn't like 
And he had just bought this when he was like, you know, yeah, that's back in the day when he was 20 or whatever. Yeah. He paid like five grand or yeah. whatever it was worth, right? Jesus. That's a good return yeah. on your money. Eh? Yeah, <laughs> Holy smokes. Yeah, I'd be quite happy with that. Yeah, it's amazing what those old cars are going for now, though, eh? Like, yeah, a- especially the unrestored ones and yeah. stuff. I mean, that's, that's what everybody's looking for now, Survivor. Yeah. That's the newest thing. Next up on the block is a Survivor, ladies and gentlemen. But who does that? Who buys a car and then just parks it for 50 years or 60 years or whatever the number is? Like, that's that's, that's not me. Crazy. Yeah, not me. If I spend that kind of money, like, I want to drive it. Yep. But that's yeah. why I don't have a car like that sitting in my garage. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right? Like, my dad's claim to fame was he, he well, not his claim to fame, but he loved the 1970 TA. Like, that is like his dream car would be like a 1970 TA. Big block, four hundred, like wow. four speed. That was his thing, and yeah, he, like he wishes, like he had me and my sister, so we had to sell it. But he wishes he would, like, he would have kept that car. If he, that was his thing. So he would have rather had the car than. I think now, if he looks you looks back, probably sister. now because now the car's worth some money, right? Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. not worth much. Right? <laughs> no, exactly. Yeah. Just I made him lose his hair. That's pretty much all I did for the guy. Yeah, yeah, no doubt, no yeah. doubt, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Too so that's a car talk. Let's talk some politics, bear. Let's talk some politics. Go Trump. Yeah, come on. I'm going to slap you, silly. Uh, this not, I'm not, no, we're not what, getting into what, it. You know what? I, 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 I got to say, the one, I, I started hating Hillary many years ago. We're not getting into this. Okay? No, no, I, I did. I started hating Hillary many years ago. I got a couple reasons. Okay, so number one, I remember a video, and uh, it was a video of her... Uh, I think it was Benghazi or Baghdad. I don't even know. It doesn't matter. And she was getting off of the plane. And they had audio playing of her talking about her arrival into wherever this plane landed. And she was saying, oh, it was just atrocious. We landed and the pilot had to make the suicide landing and dive right down into the... And we got out on the runway and there was bullets whizzing. We had to duck down because the bullets were whizzing over our head and bombs were going off in the background. I was so afraid for my life. I was... The video shows her a beautiful, sunny, sunny, sunny day. The plane pulls up with the big flight of stairs that she comes out and she's waving. There's a band playing in the background. Beautiful. There's no bullets. There's no nothing. There she's waving and shaking hands and kissing babies. And now she's still sending. So here's my problem with that. Fight wars that don't matter. Well, here's here's my problem with that. Now, okay, Trump is a is a dick. Donald, sue me. Um, he's an ass. It, but here's my thing. Time. And he lies. Wait, hold on one second. I get t- just two points here, and then I'm going to let you go. Just, I just can't let these. I just, if, oh. if. Okay, so that video is real. Hillary's saying what she said. She lied. She is a liar. 100%. Now, here's my problem with that. If that happened now, if she wins as president, and that happens again, that lie is going to kill thousands and thousands and thousands of people because that is the stuff that starts a war instantly. American soldiers dying, Canadian soldiers dying. They're going to invade a country. If she's the president, well, yeah, but that's the kind of crap that she's going to start because of a stupid lie because she wants to be, look at me, I'm Miss Hoity Toity in this fancy world and oh my God, it was so crazy. That's just stupidity. Number two, Here's my biggest thing. You know, one of the reasons that she's doing well, I'm going to assume. There's only one reason she's doing well is because she's running against Donald Trump. That's the only reason. No, because she's a strong woman, and that's why she's in there. There's no, yeah. No, but We can't talk. No, no, no. Take Trump out of it. It's got nothing to do. If she was going to get the nomination. Anybody else would have beat her. In an election, if there's anybody else, but okay, but there's Trump. not, but there's not. I know we're we're tr- so the reason that she's in there is because she's a strong woman, and this is where I have a problem with it. When I say she is not a strong woman, well. and 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 God bless a strong woman. Let me ask you a question though. So, if I tell you about a, uh, a middle class, you know, lady that you might know, whose husband cheats on her habitually, all the time. 
and that woman just stays with him. Are you going to say that's a strong woman for sticking it out there? No, no you're going to say that's either a weak woman or a stupid woman. That depends on the situation. I hate to say it, that. It depends on the situation. No, it doesn't depend on the yeah. situation because the only reason she stayed with him, with Bill, right? I love Bill. He's hilarious, but he's just a pervert, right? And that's fine. <laughs> so, I, I, the, of course, the irony of, you know, Hillary's talking bad about Trump being a pervert when she, she lives with the pervert, you know? It's but, all a mess, Barry. It's all a mess. No, it's, mess. it's a huge mess, but I don't understand this. And I don't understand how you can call her like this incredibly strong woman. She would not be anywhere near this presidential race if she was not Hillary Clinton. Yeah, if she was Hillary Willingswabsworth, whatever her name is, she would be a nobody. Nobody yeah. would even look at it. So she just stuck around with this guy because, hey, I can be Secretary of State one day. Hell, maybe one day I'll be president, so I'm going to stay with him. I don't know why I just, uh, yeah, I don't, my, yeah. But you brought up politics. I'm talking about politics. I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah, okay. I want to talk about cars and politics, okay? Okay, cars and politics. Let's talk about cars and politics. So in in California and in Ontario, there is an actual consumer act that deals with automotive. No. Yeah. Say it ain't so. It is true. Right, so the, the, it's basic information, right? There's, you know, you have to you have to sign an invoice to have work done. Automotive shops can't rip you off. They have to be within ten percent of their estimate. There's there's rules on how to conduct exactly. business, and it's a yeah. consumer based law. Yeah. So me and Barry, we approached the local politician in, in our jurisdiction, and we asked them, BC needs this consumer act. We need people need to be informed on their rights when they take their car to an automotive shop. That you can't go in there and ask for an oil change and then all of us that's a hundred dollars and all of a sudden getting a bill for five hundred without signing anything, without approving anything, that can't happen. No, but it, it does. does. But people don't know their rights. Yeah. So me and Barry wanted to to just you know do have put forth this consumer act, automotive consumer act, strictly to deal with automotive. Yep. It was simply a copy and paste. It's already it's already working it's, in Ontario. It's in, in, all over the place. All everywhere. Over the place. Everywhere has this. Except BC, Except I think BC. Alberta, maybe Saskatchewan. I thought I'm Saskatchewan pre- had it. Manitoba has it. I'm pretty yeah. sure Manitoba has it. So it's already ha- happening in Canada. It's yeah. already here. Yeah, California, here. a lot of the states have it now. Yep. And strictly it's just so to inform consumers how to just how to do their business and not get ripped off. Well it's not off. even to inform. Here's a problem. I mean, well, okay, so the response we got was, you well, guys have to pay for that. <laughs> we're, yeah, well, we're trying to cut out the red tape. Our you know? liberal party. Yeah, thank you, Mr. Sturdy. <laughs> I wasn't going to name a name. Oh, I'm going to name his name. Oh, he name. blew us off, man. He totally blew us off. He didn't listen to a word that we had no, to say. Told he us sat he was there staring go. at his yeah. uh, $5,000 watch and, and said, have a good day. And I'm going to talk to this person and that person. And which, get back to you. Yeah, no, just get back to me. Feed me the BS. Yeah. You know, do you owe me some smoke and mirrors, buddy? I won't be voting Nothing. for Nothing. There was absolutely not a peep. It, he had told us. He this, actually told us. Do you remember he told us that if we were to put forth this bill, it would come out of our pockets? It would come out of our pockets. And guys, you have to go and do this yourself. Yeah. Okay. So it's not even, it's not even like, like trying to make consumers aware. Because that's the problem. Consumers aren't aware. So basically, this just says, like Dave was saying... You get an estimate, it has to be within... 10%. 10%. Make up a number, yeah. X percent. I don't care. No. That can change. You know? Without but being You get notified. a written estimate that has to be within that 10%. If you go to the shop and the shop says it's going to cost you $100 for your oil change and, and tune-up, and you go in and they decided to put brakes on your car as well... Or put a battery, whatever it may be. Whatever right? it may be. They can't do that. No. Right? Here they can do that. Hopefully, it doesn't happen. Hopefully, you got a shop that you're happy with, and they're which it, it, they're that honest, doesn't happen. It, but it doesn't matter. Yeah. There's not going to be an awareness behind this. Nobody's going to know a written law. So now this is a law. So if it does happen, you can you've go to court. Recourse. You can go to court and and use this law to yeah. help you win your case. Yeah. You have some backing. Yeah. It's a simple copy. I don't understand. Like yes. I, to me, if I was a Paul, I'd be like, yeah, that's a great idea. Yeah. Let's do it. But now nah, he didn't, and he is actually isn't he the is he, he's not the minister of transportation, and but he's no, like he's the, the assistant to the minister of transportation. Yeah, so it's right up his alley, right? Along like, those lines. And to me, like for him to say no, like that's a great, like 
you know, for next year, get, maybe he will. Maybe when he has to be revoted in, he'll bring this up and be like, I'm going to put this forth. Oh, great. I don't care. Yeah. That's fine. I'm happy with that. Yeah. Give me a call, you know what I mean? And say, hey, remember you talked to me about that thing? Yeah, thanks yeah, for I the idea. I think i got to get reelected. So, yeah. uh, hey, let me have a chat with you about that. It's just, uh, yeah, I, we wanted to bring it up. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's kind of how we started this, is that we, want, we, ended, we really started this podcast um, off the back of another project that we were working on. Yeah. Yeah, we were we, we already we started a company that was um, going to benefit people that a, like a consumer advocacy group for yeah. auto repair in essence. Um, you know, so people aren't getting screwed. You know, Dave Dave gets uh, and I even get these same calls. And I'm not a mechanic and haven't been in the car business per se in quite some time. But Dave's day is filled with people calling. Hey, Dave. I, uh, you know, my car is making this uh, squeaky sound and I took the mechanic and he said, I need new muffler bearings and it's going to cost me $675. Does that sound like a good deal? Yeah, exactly. Right? Okay, maybe not muffler bearings, perhaps a bioconut and fiddler valve, but... You know, so yeah, that's what I mean, these questions call, he's getting. Like, yeah. And, uh, you know, I had a, I remember one of one of the stories that I shared was with my sister. She had a dead battery and a mechanic tried to put a head gasket yeah. in her car. And we can go on um, and on and on about these horror Oh, the stories. stories go on and on and on. So, but her point was to get this Consumer Act put forth so that the people did have somewhere to look, right? Yeah, yeah. When they came to this, because, you know, even even just a reference. You know, anybody's willing to pay the money if they know they're getting what they they're told that they're getting right. Like as long if I'm going to sell, if I'm going to buy, you know, a TV, you know, I want a TV at 4K. It better be 4K, right? Uh, like you're learning. Yeah, you got me educated. I've been trying to. He, he wanted to go buy a cheapy, cheapy TV. And I'm, I'm not a techie. Four, I'm not a 4K techie. To 4K. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. It, it is what it is. But uh, yeah, so that's uh, my our little rant. And I hope that one day Jordan Sturdy gets to hear this podcast. Yeah, I and maybe hope references does it and, and agrees with us and says. And we're going to yeah, keep pushing. A- we're going to keep pushing for this Consumer Act for the people, there's, for you guys. There's no reason to not have it. And I, I mean, I don't understand go- the government and how the system works. But to me, it's a guy at a com- computer that types it in and it gets put in the parliament and the parliament says yep that's a good idea okay mm. bill is passed end of Done. story simple easy. you know like but and if it is harder so than that difficult. it really shouldn't be like you no, know like, really yeah it really shouldn't i mean be. i guess some bills yeah you might but this to me is just like it's cut and dry it's happening yeah. in other countries like it's happening in other places countries yeah it's like it's I, so I, uh, when 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 we get when we get you know, then I become ruler of the uh, universe. <laughs> oh my God. And Shermanism comes in. Oh, you and Trump there, it buddy will, boy? It will be. No, I don't like them. <laughs> Look, you know what? I shouldn't even an, brought it up. I'm sorry. If, if given an opportunity, <laughs> oh, I just, I, I don't know why I just don't like Hillary. I've seen, but nobody likes Hillary. That's the whole thing. Is it's that, funny. I know the only buddy that she hilarious. could lose to would be Donald Trump. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like pretty much. Cut and dry. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I, I mean, Here's the end of it. Sorry, I mean, the only person she could win against would be Donald Trump. Oh, we knew what you meant. Yeah, Yeah, otherwise, like, what? Hello? Yeah, I know. Um, Just had to clarify that. The 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 one, you know, the outcome, the end of it. I know it does. Okay. Would you rather see? And this is this is how Donald Trump could put this whole election in the bag and definitely win. And I think Donald should stand up and say, "Look." Listen, folks, who do you want to see implode in the office more, me or her? He wins. His his campaign should have been nothing but um, anything but Hillary. That's all it should have been. He shouldn't even say, I don't care, whatever. I'm I'm just not Hillary. That's all all it should have been. That's all he should have said. I'm not Hillary. That's his whole campaign done. I should have been his campaign manager. (laughs) You should have been his campaign manager. I've been his speechwriter. (laughs) We would have got him in. Oh, you know, but here's the thing. But you we know don't what? want anyway. So. It's it's gonna go one. Of, I love if the Don, if Hillary goes in, it's just gonna be a disaster. If Donald goes in, yes, it's gonna be a disaster. But one of two things is gonna happen. He's either going to be the best president in many, many, many years, or he's gonna be impeached within three months. You know what the good thing about this all though is we're actually talking about politics. You know it's what not, I mean? It's not good. Well, it's not good, but well, the fact is, that people the, are getting I, informed it, it, and they're they're caring about this. I, I believe, I, I truly believe Donald Trump, mission accomplished. I don't think that he actually, I, I really don't believe, I'd like to believe 
that he didn't think he could actually come in and be the president and win this election. <laughs> Let's get back on the cards. I, I want Donald. I, I want whoever that, no, gets I think, in. I think that he just thought, I'm going to shake this stuff up. We never know he could still get in. Who knows? No, but if, I, whoever gets in needs to help the automotive industry, create more jobs in the automotive industry, bring back cars to America, make them like they used to, get Detroit yeah. fired up again. We need, they need to, you know, we need to redo this. We need to, you know, in-house. Something's got to give. Yeah. Something's got to give. Anyways, let's talk more about cars. What else we got on the topic today, Bear? Not a clue. <laughs> no, you took got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing. Well, what, so we pretty what much do we covered got? Let's, let's have a look. Let's see. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, maybe maybe we should uh, say goodbye to our good listeners. And before we do, I just want to say that we are, I mean, is there email out there yet, Bear? So um, if anybody no, does, uh, you know, stupidaboutcars.com, info at all stupidaboutcars.com, not all stupid about cars. <laughs> but you know, but send us an email if you have any questions automotively related, whether you, you know, you took your car and got it fixed. Automotively? Automotively, yeah. Anyways, that, yeah, okay. Anyway, so, you know what I'm getting at. But if you have any questions, you know, um, concerning a bill that you got or any kind of questions automotive related, we want to do our best to help you, you know, work things out. Make sure you understand what's going on with your car. If you have uh, questions about your car is doing sort of like it's misfiring or the brakes aren't working right, give us a call. Let us know. We'll talk to you. Or email. Sorry, email at this point. Yeah, email. We don't want to take calls. You know, never? Never. I want to talk to people. I don't want to talk to people. Why? I like to, you like to talk to people. Stupid people. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> we'll get Trump to call us after the Hey, there you go. You want to talk to him. He's not a people. No. <laughs> He's definitely not a people. Like, yeah, what's on his head? Like, who does his hair? I don't know, but you know what? Hey, he's got the ability to keep somebody employed because it's the same person who's been doing his hair since I think 1827. Because <laughs> it has not changed. No, no so he's definitely got some talent there somehow. He must have plugs or something in there. Oh, Maybe it's a toupee. Do people even have toupees anymore? I think so. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Two pays. I think so. All right, guys. A little bit of a comb over or something like that. Thank you for listening today. Absolutely. We'll be back. We will uh, We will be back at some point. And, and we uh, are. Put another one out there. And, oh, uh, nice. Yeah. You're good at this. Yeah, I'm good at this. Nice little ditty in the background there. Yeah. In the hang of it. You're good. Hoping the sound worked out. Nice little ditty. We're grooving. Yeah, buddy. If you could see us, our heads are bobbing. Not yet. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Really? No, sorry. No. Not. No homo. <laughs> Thank wow. you for listening to Punching Stupid Out, About folks. Cars, Punching guys. out. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs>